0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a podcast about New York sports. Ryan Morick, Sam Allen, Matt McFeely here. We wanted to record, I guess, a quote-unquote emergency podcast because um, it's now official. There are a whole bunch of rule changes in MLB that I, uh, that will be in effect starting in 2023. We got a pitch clock. We have bigger bases. The shift is banned to an extent. Um, and we've been dying to talk about Aaron Judge and Shohei Otani, also the MVP debate, because... I think it's a lot closer than the odds that Vegas has uh, thinks it is. But uh, we'll get into it. But first, I want to talk about the rule changes. Um, I guess we'll start with the shift because it seems like that has been the most controversial. My one feeling on it is that I feel like baseball is the only So obviously they're doing this to bring more offense to the game. The problem is, is that baseball is the only sport where more offense might be bad because I think that Baseball's main goal is to shorten up games. And considering that you need 27 outs, there's no time limit. It's the only sport where more offense is bad because more offense leads to longer games. Now, don't get me wrong. Every sport, if you have in football, if you have a total shutout or shootout, I should say, the clock doesn't hit zeros for much longer. But now I guess I'm just getting off track here. But They're trying a little bit too hard to bring more offense into the game. And I know that the common argument is just hit the ball the other way. And I think baseball players are now too stubborn to the point where they don't want to do it. But the end goal here is to attract more fans, not keep the fans like us that they already.
1: Um, Well, can I I'm going to jump in. And before we even get a little bit too more in depth, uh, just from Jeff Pass's article on ESPN about it, I'll read the listeners exactly what is changing. The League's Competition Committee Committee, composed of six ownership level representatives, four players, and one umpire, approved of a pitch clock of 15 seconds with empty bases, 20 seconds with runners on, and defensive alignment that must include two infielders on each side of the second base bag with both feet on the dirt, as well as other rules limiting pickoff moves and expanding the size of bases or whatever. But people need to be, there needs to be a first baseman, a second baseman on one side of second. And there needs to be second baseman, third baseman on the other side of second base, all two, which are all reviewable. So in in later down the article, passing goes on to say the position of defensive players can be reviewed. And if a defense, if a defense is deemed illegal, the batting team can choose to accept the outcome of the play or take the automatic ball instead, which is an interesting wrinkle because you know, now we're talking a matter of you know the size of someone's foot can potentially matter. I, I mean, I know you you meant you, you guys uh, probably remember Kevin Durant's you know big toe being over the three point yeah. line mm-hmm. and it's ultimately losing that series. We're going to see that in the MLB. And I mean, my stance is uh, personally, I, I'm I'm a fan of it, and I just don't think it's the best way. I could describe it is the shift isn't going away. The people will still be moving all around the infield, and you know. Uh, if a traditional lefty shift was having the shortstop, let's say four steps to the right of second base, now he's going to be just four steps to the left, but just still like right on top of second base. So, yeah, the the crazy shifts where you know for Yankee fans we're not going to see Gleyber Torres in left field anymore, but I think that they're still going to be shifting, but it's more of a old school traditional sort of style shift versus. What has become egregious in the MLB today?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I really, I, I, it's, it stinks that we're never going to see five people on one side of the infield again.
1: <clears throat> but, uh, <laughs> that's that's yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> I might okay.
2: not watch again. Yeah. <laughs> but, boycott,
1: boycott yeah
2: no, <laughs> like you said earlier, there, and, and we talked about this in, for a couple of years, even leading up to, because we, you know, we kind of knew this was coming. There was a right way to do it, and there was a wrong way to do it, and it's not drastic, it's not dramatic. My personal stance, you guys know, I, I, I don't get it. Um, it. It feels like like made up rules just feel weird to me. Like why why wouldn't you be able to just? It just bothers me that people don't even try to combat it. You're not even taught to try to hit against no. it. And it, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that is that's the right way to play. But it it just feels a little bit a little bit silly. But like I said, it's not dramatic. It's not a big deal. you I don't think it's going to change anyone's viewing experience.
1: It's not. But what I think it will change is almost this is a huge step forward in the perception of, I guess, baseball in terms of or in relation to other sports. Because if you think about it, every other sport has had some sort of major rule change or rule changes besides baseball. And as soon as baseball, anyone even brings up a rule change to, you know, your grandfather's baseball. It, every, everyone just goes crazy. So I think this is a good step forward, regardless of what the rule is. I think that the fact that the MLB is actually able and was able to pass all these these massive rules in my in my understanding yeah. of it that I think this is a good step forward for the uh progression of the game because I think we can all agree and I think a lot of baseball fans would agree that teams are becoming too smart whether no, no matter what you think of that statement yeah, they're becoming too smart and their players are more athletic than they were when the rules were made and they you can make the argument that players are uh, more one dimensional now than ever. So I think this is a big a good step forward towards the changing of, uh, I guess, the moving forward of the game of baseball, which we haven't seen in a long time.
0: It's without a doubt going to bring old school ish baseball. I, I shouldn't say old school like 1950s and 60s, but I think that. Hitting 300 is going to be a thing again. I think people are going to take pride in hitting 300 rather than have the 900 OPS. And don't get me wrong. I think OPS is the most important stat out there for the standard baseball fan. But one thing I was pretty sure, I thought it was a little, I wanted to see something like four infielders, three outfielders. I thought that they went right from the jump to this is what it's going to be. And I guess they're leaving it forever right i mean I mean, once you do this there's no going back so and, and you said it sam i mean i give major league baseball a lot of credit because look i, I think it's very very difficult to find things uh, rules that can be changed and then you automatically get a new audience i think that it's going to be trial and error i don't think that there's just one thing that major league baseball can do that automatically brings in a new audience but like you said, everyone has had a major rule change because times have evolved and MLB can't just sit there and say, OK, well, we have the fans that already like us. So let's just do nothing. Yeah, it's not for us. It, it's it's going to die out. The sport would die out if they did absolutely nothing and sat on their hands.
2: So it's going to be nice to not like how many times you watch in a game and there's just a shot up the middle and you're like, that's a base hit. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, I mean,
1: even just this weekend in the Yankee game, I think it was who hit the one right up the middle, right at Correa. Was it? Higgs? Yeah. Well, it
0: was, I, I, I think it was Floreal.
1: Oh, it was Floreal. Because I, again, I was there. So I was, had firsthand yeah, like, experience like that, right? of the crowd. And like, as soon as he hits the ball, you, without even looking at the field, I'm like, oh, wow, Yankees just won base hit up the middle. And all of a sudden, Carlos Correa is fielding the ball to the just to the right of second base and like it's it was just frustrating time, but
0: at the same time you said it i mean that type of like a base hit up the middle someone is going to guard the base hit up the middle for a lefty because you'll probably have the second baseman shifted more toward first like, the shortstop is going to be right on the line like they're going to stretch this rule as as far as as they possibly can no you're not going to see the third baseman in the deep right center field hole anymore, but they're going to stretch this a lot. And I I, I wonder, I, I kind of want to know what stats front offices look at and what they've now that I'm assuming a stat like Bapit. I'm assuming that a front office is going to look at that stat a lot. That stat's going to be at the top of their list this offseason. No,
2: what I worry yeah. about is I, di- especially cause and we'll get into the pace of play. I feel like with, with baseball rule changes in the past, even uh, guys don't acclimate quickly. Even you see with pitchcom this year, I know Sam likes it. I'm indifferent. Um, if I have to see umpires stop in games, you have to shame. Because the guy's
0: what is on the line. Yeah, that, that's going to be ridiculous. It, it, it will get annoying. It will get annoying. But I also think that that's why they brought it. First of all, they already have a rule in place where you need to throw a pitch in 12 seconds or else the ball, they just don't enforce it. So I guess now they're actually going to have the clock. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to get ticky-tacky, which is going to be frustrating. But
1: Well, they, I think – can I add one more thing before before we yeah. move on to an, a different rule change? I think that a big misconception is the difference between length of game and pace of play. Yes. There's the pace of play I think it's okay if the if the game is long because it's a it's a 10-9 game yeah. and there's runs scored every inning versus the pace of play being 2 minutes per pitch in a one nothing game in the 8th inning between you know uh out two teams that are out of the playoffs already. So I think that this is definitely this might not you know lessen the length of the game but it will certainly I think increase the pace of play especially the, the next rule I think we might go over, which is the pitch pitcher uh, disengagement from the mound and such. Well, first of all, I mean, I mean, pitchers are just
0: slow in general. I mean, it is an yeah. eyesore watching. Uh, like, well, it was Frankie Montas a couple. I think during the Subway Series, watching Frankie Montas pitch that night, I thought I was going to be at that stadium for five hours for <laughs> two one game. I get that pitchers are the creatures of habit or whatever, but really, get the ball and throw the ball. Now we talked about ticky tacky stuff. I wonder what it's going to, because what is it? 20 seconds with a runner on and you can only pick off like, do they have a limit on pickoffs or no?
1: So it's, it's 15 seconds. You have 15 seconds to throw a pitch uh, when there's no one on base, 20 seconds with runners on the clock doesn't start until the catcher is deemed to be in. This is where it's ticky tacky. Um, It says, I'm sorry. I'm trying to find it in the, in the article but um, must have both feet in batter's box to be alert at the eight second mark and the pitcher must start his motion by the expiration of that clock that's for the pitch clock
0: our team's really gonna have like clock coaches they're literally gonna hire interns to go into the dugout <laughs> and, and keep a stopwatch
2: did you guys see i mean um, probably did you guys see the um what sam dykstra had, I, I think he reports for minor league baseball but um so oh yeah, from, I retweeted. Yeah. That. So from single A all the way up to triple A, it's already been enforced and those games all average, let's say two hours and 40 minutes with yeah. no pitch clock in the MLB average game time, three hours, four minutes. It's another thing. That's not drastic, but it's, it's going to make your, your experience I mean, better. A lot. You know what I can't stand? Why would I want less baseball? It's the same. It's the same amount of outs.
0: Same, yeah. amount, same sport. There's no change here. That's like totally changing the game. It's the aside from the shift, but the 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 end goal is the same. Get outs, get batters to hit ground balls into fielders, strike batters out. There, It's not like we're making it three balls you walk and two strikes you're out. It's the yeah, same. it's
1: nothing major like that. There's nothing really the core of the game. It's all just I I would describe it as like an additive or something that again these are all things that. Like you said, pitchers creatures of habit, but they all just—they all realize, hey, like no one's counting us on the mound. No one's gonna tell me when I throw the next pitch. So now they are. Now they're gonna say, we, now I have to throw the next pitch by this timestamp. Oh, just gonna be it's, livid.
0: how livid is going Yeah, Garrett?
1: absolutely livid. I mean, he's not bad. He's not really bad. No, he's other... not
0: that he's bad. But I just think that like he's gonna panic the second an umpire tells him to do something. That's like our ongoing job, but I'm going to hammer home the point that McPhilly was making. I mean, why would I want less baseball? Again, I'm going to sound like a broken record here. It's not about us. And you know what? A game ending at 9.30 instead of 10 o'clock is pretty important. Now, I think that game should start a little earlier, like 6.30, but anyway –
1: different conversation for a different day yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: but I, I, I think 25 minutes is a big big difference and honestly i mean we we see these world, world series games are getting way 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 too long i think so if we see these changes in next year's world series and games can be over by 10 30 11 o'clock on a school night isn't that who you're trying to you're trying to attract the 10 year olds right and if games are ending at 1130 because a pitcher is taking them 35 seconds to throw a ball, we're going to watch the World Series. The ratings have been not they, – they've kind of been going up and down over the last four or five years. But I think when you have a game that's going to end at 10 o'clock
1: instead, they're, they're probably going to go up. I think – So let me – can I ask you guys a question real quick? And I, do, I know we didn't even speak about this prior to the show, but if you had to guess – or, or I guess an educated guess, what the next rule in the MLB to be altered or changed would be, what would you guess? What What do you think is – is there anything that still stands out to you that you're like, yeah, I wish they really changed this? Yeah. All right, what, what would be yours, Matt?
2: The, I mean, I think that's, a, that's that's a beach ball for me. It's the automatic strike zone. That's going to be yeah. – Yeah. That's going to be
0: next. And, and, and that's another thing that I think is going to – Increase increase the pace and quicken up games. Now, do you lose the art of framing? Do you lose the art of the manager getting into the umpire's face? Yes, but I've been in the belief that if you have the technology to get every single call right, you should do it. I think I don't care about the human element. I would rather the call be right a hundred percent of the time. I've been saying it forever. I don't understand why baseball does, now, now. This is this is a drastic change because it affects stats and so on and so forth. Uh, but I do think that there is a strategic um, element involved. MLB should give teams the option to hit. If you're up a if you're up twelve to one in the seventh inning, I don't think we need to see a team go up to the plate. Just say we'll pass. Top of the eight. <laughs> Good. I'm good. You're good on on my idea, or you're good on seeing. No, of- I know. I'm saying.
1: I'm saying. If I'm a team and I'm up eleven, I'm good on hitting. <laughs> but they would. But they would never do that. They would never do that because a lot of guys have incentive in their contract to get Not that right. extra at bat or hit hit the thirtieth home run to get make them an extra million dollars or so. But I don't hate that. If I'd answer my own question, and I was just I thought of this while I was at the game this weekend. I think the they should lessen the mound visits remaining thing. Five is a lot. No one ever goes see that. Make them make them think about visiting the mound. Like make it three. You know, make it yeah. even even go one less. Four. Like how I've never seen a game. I shouldn't say that. I can actually recall like one Yankee game this year where they used them all. That's what's happened? Yeah. But but like I feel like it should come into play more. There should be more incentive on these mound visits because you know it's five mound visits. That's that's almost – that's more than every other inning.
0: Or do, do, Which, some, do some wild. Ban coaches. Like, and ban coaches. Ban coaches. Ban coaches. <laughs> <Band> coaches. <laughs> <laughs> coaches. By the way,
2: what is the – so what is the – because I know the proposal back in June was the penalty for violating the pitch clock would be you get a warning
1: and then – It's it a ball. It's, it's a, a ball. ball. Okay. Yeah. According to this Jeff Passan article. Okay.
0: Yeah, th- th- that's been a rule forever, and they just have never enforced it. I love the bigger bases, though. Um, I think that's going to require more stolen. I think that's going to have more stolen bases.
1: Um, yeah, that's that's exactly, that, that, that's exactly, exactly what he said.
0: It's. Been, I think it. the one goal for that is more stolen bases, right? Like they really and, and
1: health of players too, because especially with plays at first base, you always see those random plays where it's very bang bang, and you see the the you know where the guy's landing his foot on first base versus where the first baseman has to put his foot in a split second. You see guys getting stepped on all the time, tripping on other guys' feet, and then ultimately like hurting themselves. I think it opens up a lot more. Hey, maybe I mean obviously they won't be closer to home plate, but maybe sliding to first becomes a little more viable than other times. Oh, it just I mean, no. I mean I'm not a proponent of it. I would never tell a player to do so, but I just think that you know we don't. It's every time a rule changes in any sport. Someone always tries to find a loophole in it first or what, like, or another way around it. I mean, obviously, you can say if you're not cheating, you're not trying. But sometimes if you're not finding the loophole, you're not trying hard enough either. So I think it it opens the door for a lot of different, different strategy to enter the game, too, which is I like personally.
0: The last point I'll make, um, speaking of first base, why don't they do like the softball bases, how many times have we seen issues with running out of the baseline or running into the baseline blocking throws because the runner, because the baseline's in foul territory, but the base is in fair territory? That is something that has to be fixed. We saw it on national TV in the World Series that year. Well, it, it was, uh, the Nationals and – was it the Astros? The 2019 World Series. No one realized it at the time, but then that issue came to light, and it's such an easy fix, and they don't want to do it. And now I feel like ever since I saw that, I see, I see more and more arguments about it.
2: No. Well, I mean, with all the fake outrage, even just from today, could you imagine telling those people that uh, you're going to throw some softball bases out there? Oh, my God. There?
1: They, Oh, they would be so mad. Boomers would have a fit. Wait, so can I can I interject again? My I just read something. I'm on the bottom of the article now, <laughs> which is kind of funny. I didn't even realize this the first time big, I went through
0: it. Big, big reading guy. Yeah, huge reading big guy. With us
1: Yeah, I... I don't – he might have just added this, to be quite honest. It says, additionally, teams will be granted an extra mound visit in the ninth inning if they have exhausted all their five allotted visits. So, now, in the ninth inning, if you can – it's five through eight, but now in the ninth inning, you get an extra one.
0: Okay. I mean, at, at least that, it's a point where like, – like, no one's starting the game off in the ninth inning. So, I, I, I guess if you're going to do something like that, you might as well make it into a high-level situation because that's when no one's turning the game off. But –
1: I mean, I, I, again, I, I would have no problem with that if it wasn't at five already. Like I'd rather it be three and then one in the ninth opposed to five and then one in the ninth. But I, that's just me nitpicking at that point. It's again, it's as soon as it, it would go to three, people would realize that, Hey, maybe mound visits aren't, I think, I think mound visits are ridiculous time-wise. Like the, the umpire walks out to the mound and pretty much just joins the conversation. Like most of the time,
0: for the eight hitter who's hitting two
1: hundred. Yeah, like really, you need it. You need like when who did walked Cole walk the that's other Gary day? He,
0: uh... for, like Danny Jansen.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> the name. And then he, he walks him anyway.
0: And then he walked <laughs> him. And then he walked him. And then, and then and then who and then um who was the nine hitter that day? Oh my god, I can't remember. No,
1: it was Jansen. Never... Then it went to the top. Did it go to the? Uh, the and
0: then I think Toppy had the two run double again. Yeah, yeah, game,
1: yeah, right? yeah, yep. That's when Ben and Tenny went into the wall, remember? Yeah, Yeah,
0: that worked out real well for the Yankees. Yeah,
1: so mound visits, I don't think we're a fan of. Yeah, I I,
0: I don't want to fake arguments uh, at this point because I think that we've exhausted every option. But I do think, though, that eventually this will be good for the game. Uh, Speaking of things that are good for the game, this Otani and Judge MVP debate, Um, I can't believe that Vegas has it this close, to be quite honest with you, because I think there are a lot of people out there. Now, for the record, if I had a vote, I would vote judge. I just think that what he's doing is unbelievable. The fact that he is putting up numbers that haven't been touched in by a clean player. In 60 years, in the middle of a pennant race, now, don't get me wrong, what Joey Otani is doing has quite literally never been done ever in the history of the game. But And I'm not one to say that how valuable is Otani when the team's not in the playoffs because the rest of his team is literally awful. And you go back well, to the Aaron Judge argument, you go back to the first half of the season, the pitching was great and he had so much protection in that lineup because Rizzo was good and Glaber was good and Stanton was good and DJ was good. But... This, this is this is an awesome argument, and I'm the guy who says, as long as Sohei Otani is great at both, I will never fault someone for thinking that he is the most valuable player in any season. In the same breath, if he wins this year, he no
2: one else will ever win again. You said something the other day that I kind of fought, Yon, and it just it it took a little while for it to really sink into me when you said are we just giving the award to the most valuable player on a good team? Because, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know the answer. Otani might be worth more wins than Judge, but you just don't see it like that. You don't even consider it value because they're a bad team. I, 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 I get where you're coming from with that now. Because we're giving the go
0: to the best player on the best team plenty times.
2: Yeah, anytime we have this argument, I, I, I just chase my tail because I always just circle back to, just change the award no one yeah. no one, everyone conceives it differently it should just be the most outstanding player i don't understand the value aspect i i think it's just it's a cool sounding acronym and it costs guys awards
0: yeah mop doesn't sound too great mvp <laughs> has a nice touch to it but yeah i mean everyone has a different definition of mvp is it the best player on the best team is it the most outstanding season and I think I think this is a good debate on who has the most the more outstanding season. Is it the guy with the highest WAR, which also would be Aaron Judge for the record? Is it a guy who pitches and hits and can be average at both because you're literally doing two things? No,
2: nah, man, he can't. He hasn't played the field though. We can't win. He hasn't the,
0: yeah, he hasn't played the field, but I would argue that pitching is a little bit more important. And, and I mean. Passon had the tweet the other day. I mean, he has a better OPS than Mookie Betts and a better K per nine than Shane McClanahan or something like that. I mean, what the guy is doing is amazing, but I said it before about the Vegas odds. I have an Aaron Judge MVP ticket from spring training. I'm 1,000% hedging it. And I got into an argument with a friend the other day. I got into an argument with Dean. He said, why in the world would I hedge? Aaron Judge is about to hit 60 home runs. And I said, because there are way too many people out there who think pitching and hitting at a great level is more valuable than hitting a million home runs. And, and it might be. And, and what people don't realize, it's a different 30 people voting every single year. It's not like it's the same guy who voted Shohei Ohtani last year be like, I'm really sick of voting Ohtani. I'm, I'm, I'm going to vote Aaron Justice year. It's a different 30 and you can pick out any 30 people and you're going to have a difference of opinion. I mean, look at Gary Cole and Justin Verlander a couple years ago, Cy Young Award winner. Very easily, if you had a different 30 people, Gary Cole could have won that Cy Young Award.
2: Like, Before I let Sam go, I-, I wanted to ask a question, and I want you guys to answer it honestly. It's a silly question. If you swap teams, Judge and Otani, yeah. who's the MVP? If
1: you swap teams, who Brandy? would be you-
2: Yes, and it's Otani.
1: It's Otani. It and I don't Ohtani. and I don't think it's close if I agree. I, the Yankees.
2: That's why it's silly.
1: But but okay, so all right, before I'll give you my answer there, but then I'll explain. Because I'm on in in recent when Otani last year Otani had a great season, obviously. Unbelievable season. But this year he's having an even better season. And you, you know He's having a better
0: season than he was last year. I mean, and and not hitting wise, wise,
1: yes. Well, not not hitting wise, but he's the fact that he can pitch to at what is now a sub three, like well under three. It's like what is it, like a two four or something like that? Yeah. ERA, and, and it's not and, like
0: he's hitting twenty home. He has thirty three home runs.
1: Yeah, he's gonna finish in probably the top. Is he a top five in home runs in the AL right now? I think probably. So. Yeah, I so think top, he's, he's gonna, gonna he's finish in the American League. The fact that you. If he can, if he was, if you just isolated him to two different players, sh- let's say the pitcher is just Shohei and the hitter is Otani, right? Taking those two, just like that, we'll do a little practice here. If if the pitcher is going to pitch you a two three ERA for the whole season, and probably I haven't even looked at his strikeout numbers, but I'd assume that they're pretty up there as well. Elite, elite elite strikeout numbers. And then if the Angels had a guy who could pitch to Otani's numbers and hit to Otani's numbers. They, both of them would be, would be all-stars. So the fact that the one guy can do both, I think regardless of the record, I think as long as, and again, going back to what McPhilly said about the, the most outstanding versus most valuable, I think as long as we understand the most valuable player as value added to a team, I think it has to be Otani. And I'm, I'm going to take that side. As much of a Yankee fan I am, as amazing as Judge uh, Judge's season has been thus far and will continue to be, I think the value added by Otani being able to do both and end at such an elite level makes him the most valuable player, regardless of what the the Angels could record is, because it's not like basketball. I think the misconception is basketball, football, the most valuable player most likely is going to propel your team to a playoff spot. Most likely in baseball. That's just not the case. And it's it's. Not a one-on-one game. It's not a five-on-five game. And that's
0: why I will never say what value can you have if you're a team. Yeah.
1: Playoffs. So so I think – I don't, I really don't think the, the record matters. But I do think it helps. Is that, that would be my stance on that. So I think that, like, if Judge was on – I think I said this a week ago. If Judge was having the same season on the White Sox, I don't think he would be – Otani would be the favorite, I think. If, if, if Otani's on the Angels and Judge's on the White Sox having the exact same season – Otani's the favorite for the MVP. And I think that, again, I don't think it's close. And, but now the judges on the Yankees who have faltered of late, regardless of judges performance, which I think is another thing that kind of goes against him. I think is just more of the reason why I think Otani is the most valuable player for this year. Value wise.
0: Joey Otani has, a, he's not qualified for the ERA title. Uh, but he has a lower ERA than Framber Valdez, who's pitching to a 2.64 right now. Ohtani, and might win the Cy Young. Otani's throwing to a 2.58, right. Uh, and he also has the fifth best OPS in the American League, ahead of Evers, ahead of Jose Ramirez, ahead of Xander Bogarts. He's 10 points behind Jose Altuve. He's about 90 points behind. He's 10 points behind Jose Altuve, excuse me. Who,
1: sorry, who Xander Bogarts, when he becomes a free agent, is going to get that $200 million. Like he's going to get $200 plus million for doing uh, arguably worse than Otani offensively and not being able to pitch.
0: And he's kind of bad defensively, is he not? Or am I imagining that? Who? Bogarts.
1: Bogarts? Am, I, not, am I, mean, I imagining that? I don't know. I, he, I, he's not a spectacular defender, but he's, he's not a liability, I would say. He's definitely uh, more of an offensive player than a defensive player, but he's not a – He's not, not. I don't think he's going to win any Gold Glove anytime soon. But even then, you know, regardless, I get Otani doesn't play defense. But I mean, what else do you want this guy to do? Really, you want to go in the outfield when he instead of DHing? Because then, if if he played the outfield instead of DHing, it, it wouldn't even be close. I, I,
0: I'm almost. I'm almost changing my mind. Seriously. Yeah,
1: I'm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost changing
0: my mind. <laughs> like, if, if Aaron Judge was having your typical MVP. Uh, that's such a weird sense to say typical mvp season but what sure one of the mill mvp We haven't even seen a season like vlad's in a long time a guy who hit 300 and with 45 and 100 like it, it it's unbelievable he's a he's a top 5 hitter in baseball and he might be a top five pitcher in baseball i think i, I think i changed my like and and the I think the main argument for Judge is the fact that he's on a playoff team under the under the biggest eyeballs, and he definitely 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 gets points for that because Altani pretty much has no pressure. But Ota- did Altani not have a ton of pressure when he first came over here?
1: Yeah, easily. He has pressure yeah. all the time.
2: Even to because the t- would think he's not going to be able to continue to do both yeah. at any level.
1: That's the pressure in itself. Can I ask one more question, too? Do we have time for one more little small debate here?
2: Yeah, I mean this film ends
1: in eight minutes, less than that. So. Okay, all right. So, if the Yankees lose the AL East, is Judge still the MVP? Even if Judge continue, let's say, let's say in three weeks from that now, that Judge going to happen? No, no, no. My question is, Judge. No, I, I'm saying
0: I think that they're going to, to lose the division because I just don't see any scenario. I said it yesterday. I, I just don't. I'm, see Well,
1: anything. if if hypothetically if in three weeks, uh, let's say on the same day, Judge the Yankees lose five to two. Loo- are in second place in the division, and that ho- the only two runs the Yankees score or a Judge two-run home run that puts him over Maris's record. Yeah. Do you think? And the Yankees are now in second place in the AL East. I th- is to he win the MVP?
0: I think the voters have their mindset.
2: Yeah, I, I agree, and I really the betting I'm, gap. I would
1: I would agree too.
0: Unless if Altani goes on a run, unless if you're leaning toward Judge right now, and then Altani goes on this run where he hits 400 in the last three weeks with 10 homers and, and 20 somewhat ribbies, and Aaron Judge kind of goes into a funk where a everyone walks home, b people start pitching a little bit smarter to him because you you don't want to face him, and then he, I mean it's entirely possible that Aaron Judge can walk three times a game but only hits 240 because he's not getting pitches to hit. And then he might be pressing in the box a little bit. Um, but I, I've I I think that if you have an Aaron Judge ticket, you're foolish to, to not hedge Shohei Otani because we we just brought up the numbers. It's not foolish whatsoever to think that a guy who might be a top five pitch, a top five pitcher and a top five hitter is is more valuable. And you can give me First of all, I think war is a bit of a flawed stat um, considering the fact that there are literally two several ones on baseball reference and Fangraphs. Um, but again, discussion for another day. But I, I, I don't see any scenario where one person can say this guy is the showing in more valuable player. I don't because yeah. I think that both guys, uh, again, maybe the, the Yankees are probably not where – they are if it weren't for Aaron Judge. But you know what? And people say, where would Otani be if he weren't, or where would the Angels be if they weren't, didn't have Otani still not in the playoffs? Yeah, but they probably have 15 less wins also. Yeah. So uh, again, t- take value for what it's
2: worth. But but I I, I think it's a really, really fun debate. Um, I, I can't believe the betting gap. I mean, minus 1,100 for Judge. Know, like- you can get Otani at plus 500. Yeah. I, I think How do you I, not hedge?
0: I think Caesar says like 750. Like I'm a thousand percent hedging because, again, you can take any. Th- uh, I scroll on LOB Twitter and anyone who says judge get, legitimately gets ratioed.
2: So it's not. Do you guys think that there's a New York bias? I personally don't. No, I think, I think a lot of times there's like a visceral oh,
1: anti New York bias. Uh, oh,
2: yeah. I, 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 don't think I sort of do. You do. Well, do you mean amongst voters or do you mean amongst when people have this discussion? Well, I mean,
0: when, when it comes to award systems, people always say that some Yankees get robbed. So I, I, I guess I, I mean in terms of voting. I don't think there is. I think that's kind of a myth. And I, I argued about this with, with the rookie. I had an argument about the rookie of the year when Otani robbed Duhar. No, he didn't. And Otani had a higher OPS than and do and he had a higher war than uh and do despite playing in a little bit less games. So, uh, I'm off that train now. Oh, good. And do was close to a 300 hitter and, and hit a lot of doubles. Nice, in pitch. And there were a ton of other guys in that Yankee lineup that gave and do protection, and and that's that. Um, that's all I can say. Yeah, how do you know? I, like, I don't think there's an anti New York bias I, I think i think mlb wants writers to to vote new i mean eh, well maybe not because i think that mlb does want out west to get some more popularity which leads me to one belief i think the pirates should 100 make o'neill a pitcher because he has <laughs> an absolute cannon and he can mash the ball Like have you have a second county on these coasts for for a bad team but people will show up to those games and people will watch those games um I don't know. That's just a fun theory that I have. Anyone else have anything else before we wrap up? I think I'm pretty much done.
2: Yeah. I mean, with this, ugh, this jeter ceremony, I'm going to, I'm going to. Oh, you like my shirt? Shut.
0: You like my shirt? You didn't even come it. I'm
2: going to super shirt. glue my eyes shut.
0: I can't wait. Derek
2: Jader, I'm yelling it from the upper deck. And I'm yeah. Gonna... I'm, I'm, I'm muting you on everything. From the moon, some would say. Matt, what, <laughs> yeah, what'd you say? What are the? Uh, I said I'm gonna mute you on everything. How many times are you gonna post the? Uh, how many times are you gonna post a picture of you and Jeter tonight? I Over think, under I four and, really and post a half.
0: I not yet. My, my boss actually, uh, I sent it to my work group chat because my boss interviewed him. He had an event at the stadium, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna send the picture. So I did that. Maybe I'll post it. I don't know. When was the last time I did? Uh, probably when he joined Twitter. I <laughs> No, I think joining I Twitter is worthy? Posted, I only posted it because Sam said if you post it, I'm unfollowing following. I was like, wow, I absolutely have to post it. Oh my god. I'll be the first in line for the plaque. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh we're recording this on Friday afternoon. So maybe Otani hits like four home runs tonight and the discussion's totally uh off totally off. But uh thanks for listening and uh we'll catch you guys next time.